Welcome everyone to the Garden Nerd Tip of the Week podcast, where garden nerds from around the world talk shop, share stories, and offer their favorite tip. I'm your host, Christy Wilhelmy. Today's episode features our youngest guest to date. Kendall Ray Johnson is seven years old, and she's joining us from Atlanta, Georgia. She and her mom and dad, Ursula and Quinton, own and run a grow culture urban farm. They sell produce baskets and grow boxes and host farm tours and help people learn more about their food and where it comes from. You may have seen Kendall Ray on Good Morning America, Nick News, and The Ellen Show, and she's here today to talk about her first book called I'm Growing Places. Welcome to the podcast, Kendall Ray. I'm still honored. <laughs> well, I'm really glad to talk to you, and we're talking to you. I'm in Los Angeles, and you're over there in Georgia, so I will, we have a lot to talk about. Uh, first, let's start with when did you start gardening? Because most people don't even start gardening un until well after your age. Right. <laughs> when did you start gardening? I started gardening at three years old. And can you describe your farm, what it looks like a little bit? What have you got um, on it? You have a greenhouse? Or you have, what have you got? Tell me. Well, I do have a greenhouse and I also have lots of fruits and veggies and I have um, group, um, I got grow house boxes, a walnut patch, a strawberry patch in the front, and I have a lot of stuff. <laughs> and, I have, and I also have a big observation deck. Yeah. The observation deck? What do you, do you grow anything on the observation deck or is the observation deck just for looking over your garden? Um, mostly looking over my garden, doing videos, parties, and like family cookouts and stuff. <laughs> nice. And do you grow long rows or do you grow in patches? What does it look like? Well, in the front, we grow in um, rows. In the back, we do it in boxes. Big ah. boxes. So you have raised beds and, and stuff like that. That's great. And do you, I want to ask a little bit more about what you're growing on your farm. You mentioned a water, a watermelon patch and strawberries. What else do you have growing? I also have beans, um, mint, and I also have okra. Yeah. And then also, didn't you just plant some things in your high tunnel? What did you plant in your high tunnel? We plant beets. Radishes. Beets and radishes in the high tunnel. Okay. And I've never had a high tunnel before, so I don't know what it's like to grow beets and radishes inside a high tunnel. What's that like for you? Well, when it gets like really um, cold, we put all our warm plants in the high tunnel so they could be warm all winter. And so you're growing year round. That's exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, last, last year it didn't work because it got too hot in there and, and when we do it in like, um, in garden pots or like 
big pots and stuff, uh, like like pots, like pots of like bucket pots. Bucket pots. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. So we go and buy like the Lowe's and the Home Depot buckets. Mm-hmm. We have tons of those, and so she plants um, all of her plants that need to stay warm in those buckets um, when they're finished outdoors. So those are like the five gallon buckets, the utility buckets. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. That's so clever. I know a couple of people who grow on balconies in five gallon buckets and they're really effective. They do work because they have a nice deep root system, which is nice. Yeah. As long as you put any, you know, some holes at the bottom so that it can drain, you should be fine. Right. Now, um, for our listeners, we're listening to Mom Ursula, and she's also uh, chiming in every once in a while, too. And I will have a question for you in a minute, Ursula, but one more for you, Kendall Ray, before we move on. Um, You're the youngest certified farmer in the state of Georgia. How did that happen? Did you have to pass a test or something for for that honor? How did it happen? It happened when I was three years old. (laughs) And my grandma, my great grandma Kate, um, convinced me to um to study. So one um family dinner, uh, we was cooking collard greens, and um the thing is, um, people say don't throw away my stems because the stem of the collard green leaf can actually help you that's replanted and oh make more more and more and more and more collard greens so that's her storyline of how she got started uh-huh um, came the youngest certified farmer um she filled out the farm and tract id application through fsa um, and that is simple paperwork that anyone can do as long as you have a business, um, or you can do it as an individual, um, you can fill out that paperwork so that you are registered actually under USDA. I, it just never even occurred to me that you could do something like that. I, how did that come about? What made you decide to do that? Uh, I Googled, and this is the <laughs> <laughs> Things where, um, you know, you're looking for assistance in farming or assistance in growing, and it popped up. Um, Technically, we were just trying to figure out how to get started ourselves, Um, and and that was a question that I asked Google, how to start farming, Um, and it will always take me to the USDA website. (laughs) So I'm just going down the list to figure out how do we get started in our area? And one of the things is to contact your FSA um, office and Got there it. you can apply for a farm and tract ID. And, <laughs> all right. Well, let me, let me ask you because obviously you probably did all the filling out of these <laughs> farms yes. and whatnot. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so the purpose of a grow culture is to promote the culture of growing positive interest in youth. Can you tell me a little bit about what the programs that you offer include? Yes. So, um, you know, we are, when we talk about growing positivity in youth is, is our example of Kindle. Um, we allow Kindle to navigate 
her own lanes of creativity, right? And sometimes as parents, we don't look at our kids or study our kids early on to see what they really truly love to do. And one of the things with that um, is how we started the growth of the culture of learning, of, of being positive, is we, we watch Kindle. And so agro culture is what we want to share with other parents, other family, other youth, is to whatever it is that you want to be, um, you can be that creatively. Let's see what that is, and then let's figure out how to let that grow, you know, um, mm -hmm. how to expand the growth of that. Right. So, and so your your business is promoting or fostering creativity and, and support in that way. Yeah, in that way. And we just use agriculture as a base because um, Kendall loves to play in the dirt. She loves to grow, <laughs> you know, that sort of thing. So we we played on the word ag um, agriculture to agroculture. Right. And I love that your classes are only a dollar. So that really is, it reaches out to kids everywhere. They can all afford that. Yes, yes, yes. So when we do our, you know, beekeeping right now, we're still in the beekeeping space um, where we're going to learn how to take care of the bees, harvest the honey, and then taste it. You know, and what does it taste like? Um, giving kids the opportunity, giving families you know, that opportunity to know that we're doing it right here in our neighborhood and you can do it too. Yeah. And it's funny. My next question was about the beekeeping because there's on the website, there are three kids adorned in adorably tiny beekeeping suits, which I didn't even know were available. That is the cutest thing ever. Um, so how many beehives do you have, Kendall Ray? I have, I have two beehives, one in the garden, and one in the in the forest behind my backyard. Wait, you have a forest in your backyard? <laughs> we have a train behind our home, and there's a little hill. <laughs> and then there's a about a 50, 60 foot drop. So, <laughs> but we have about 30, 40 feet before the drop, and, but it's nothing but wooded area. So, <laughs> got it. Okay. So, so does that mean you have a lot of critters who come into the yard trying to eat your vegetables and stuff? Um, what, yes. what critters do we have? Yeah. There. <laughs> and birds that eat my strawberries. Yes. They love the strawberries. And all different sorts of bugs. Yeah. And so what do you do to keep the deer and the, uh, and the birds off of your food? We just put some mint and stuff down. Um, mints have a strong scent. Mints? Yeah. Like breath mints? Like, yes. no, like um, peppermint. Yes. Peppermint, like a spray? Yes. No, no, just the actual plant. Oh, That's, okay, go on. Like mints, because uh, mints have a strong scent, and buds and like animals doesn't like that strong scent and since the scent doesn't harm the other plants that means we can have delicious plants with no buds <laughs> buds free for the rest of our life and, yeah and mint forever right because mint right. spreads like crazy <laughs> yeah. so yeah. let's 
let's talk a little bit about your new book, Kendall Ray. What is I'm Growing Places all about? Um, I'm Growing Places is about me growing a seed and wondering what it could be. Also, it talks about the life cycle of a plant. Um, how do we get from the seed to the actual fruit? Um, and it's it's a really cool book because it rhymes. You know, it talks about, um, like I said, the plant life cycle. And what was some of the cool things that you um, started doing with the book, Kindle? What's one of the cool things about the book? One of the cool things about the book is the sun changes in each page. Each page on the smile is like is different. It can go like <laughs> so that's the there's a, a the sun is in that on each page and its face changes. So the sun, um, because every day, you know, you're on the farm, the, the sun has a different character. Yes. You know? Um, and so that's one of the things that she noticed and, um, you know, cause sometimes it's shady on one side and, you know, sunny on another, but they're all in the same time frame. And so when she spoke with her illustrator, um, that was one of the things that she brought up. So he made it very special for her to have a different sun in each set or, or each, um, life cycle of the plant. Nice. What is the age range that you think uh, kids would who would enjoy this book is? Oh my goodness. I think like preschool to at least fifth grade. You know, it's one of those books that um, a fifth grader can read on their own. You know, the preschooler and the, 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 the kindergarten through third grade, you know, they can read it with their parents. You know, they can look at the pictures, they can point out, you know, the, the bugs, the the birds, the sun, um, the flowers on the, the vine, you know, because it goes from a, a, a seed to a cucumber. <laughs> right, yeah. One of the things that started growing first, you know. Um, and so it, it's very fun, you know, to see what that flower looks like, to see what the cucumber looks like. Um, how did it go from just that little bitty tiny seed and then now we have a whoo, a lot of stuff. <laughs> yeah, and that's a big mystery for a lot of people. So that helps solve the mystery for where your food comes from, right? Absolutely, absolutely. It, and it also gives that magical touch, you know? Yeah. Nice. <laughs> and so this book comes out in, or came out, I guess, by the time we, we are airing this, came out in April, right? Yeah. And uh, people can get it anywhere books are sold or on the um, website yeah, so they can get it at the website the website is you remember the website yes it's, it's com. okay and we will be putting that on our website so everyone can find it now i have to ask kendall ray uh what's your favorite thing to grow Carrots. Excellent. Do you grow different colored carrots? Yes. We grow yellow carrots, purple carrots, white carrots, any kind of carrot. And I think we do a, I think we've done a red carrot. Yeah, yeah. like a red a dragon. I forget what a those. Yeah. yeah something. 
one of those weird ones. <laughs> a red carrot? Yes, we did. Remember, I ate it. I ate a red carrot. Remember, we pulled a, a purple carrot, and then there was a red carrot. It was only one, though. Out of the whole thing, it was only one. <laughs> yeah, maybe those birds, who knows? They came and took some of the seeds. That's what happens, you know? Now, do you have favorite meals or a favorite dish that you like to make with the stuff that you're growing? Yes, it's called tomato cornbread. Ooh, tell me more. <laughs> so, so um, you got to get tomatoes and mint. Um, blend, blend it up, um, pour, pour it into, um, the regular cornbread mixture, and boom, you got it. <laughs> I see. All right. So this is a, so like a, maybe a prefab cornbread mix and then adding your special garden ingredients to it. Yes. You can do it both ways. You can do, you know, you can use the cornmeal, egg, milk batter mm -hmm. um then once you are able to um well what she didn't tell you is you have to peel the skin <laughs> oh, right okay <laughs> so um you peel off the um skin of the tomato you puree or she said mince it um and then you have to strain it so it's just the juice ah. and so what that does is um it gives the red flavor or the red color right uh, into the cornbread. That sounds fantastic. I gotta try that. Sounds really <laughs> good. All right. Well, it is tip time. Do you have a favorite tip you'd like to share with the Garden Nerd audience, Kendall Ray? Yes. Um, <laughs> when you're eating a carrot, you're actually eating the root of the carrot. That's a good tip. So when people are growing carrots, then how how will they best grow carrots if they're focused on the roots? What do you think? What are you what's your advice for growing carrots? So the softer the soil is, um, the better um it can stretch out. Right. So if your soil is loose and well amended, the carrots will grow more straight and longer, right? Yeah, so they won't have to um, fight with the dirt. <laughs> right. Yeah, I feel like we're all fighting with the dirt sometimes, aren't we? We call it fluffy dirt. Fluffy dirt. <laughs> That's right. That's right. And so what do you do to have fluffy dirt? What do you put in your dirt to have fluffy dirt? What is the... You have two things that sometimes you use. You do... Um... We do... We do perlite that makes the... Um, that kind of makes the soil and stuff fan out a little bit more. And we also, and what was the argument? Vermiculite? Vermiculite, yeah. yeah. That's hard to say, but I understand, <laughs> you know exactly what you're talking about. Vermiculite, it helps hold moisture in the soil. How and did you know? He's a gardener. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's a really good tip, Kendall Ray. Thank you so much for sharing that and for being a guest on the Garden Nerd Tip of the Week podcast. Let us know um, now where can people find you online? Um, they can find me on Instagram. 
on Instagram and Facebook. And what is your handle? It's at what? At agroculture.com. <laughs> okay, and that's agro with a uh, culture with a K, U L T U R E. Yeah, agriculture. Uh, all right, we will be posting a link to this on the Garden Nerd website this week for all of our listeners. And we'll also post links to the classes they offer at Agroculture Farm and where to find Kendall Ray's new book. That's <laughs> it for this week. Thank you so much for being a guest. It was delightful to chat with you, both Ursula and Kendall Ray. Thank you. Thank you. All right. That's it for this week. Subscribe to this podcast on Apple Podcast or wherever you listen. Visit us for tons of free gardening information at gardennerd.com. Consider becoming a Patreon subscriber to support all the free stuff we do here at Garden Nerd. You'll find us on Instagram, TikTok, and Twitter under Garden Nerd One, on Facebook as gardennerd.com, and of course, our Garden Nerd YouTube channel. Happy gardening.